All right. Hey, dude. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Random Diaries Podcast. I am your host, Jesse Welliker with from jessewelliker.com. We'll say that because that's where everything's housed. So just go check out that. But this is the Brain Dump Diaries podcast, and this is going to be a very real Brain Dump Diaries, um, where here we talk about all the things that you were thinking and feeling about your um, diet, workouts, and body, and just life in general, but you're too afraid to admit it and say it out loud because then you might be seen as somebody who just isn't trying hard enough, that the reality of you not being able to do what you want to do in life will come crashing down and just feeling less than you already are right now. So this thought came into my head, um, just reflecting and looking back, and I didn't know how to put it into words for a post, and I knew it wouldn't. Right now, I don't know the words that could portray it in a small enough post that's shareable. So I decided I wanted to just kind of talk through it because, um, again, this is being, being said (laughs) during quarantine, but I know a lot of us are, whether you're here with it right now or in the future, um, struggling with weight gain and that's nothing bad or wrong. Um, so a lot of times weight gain can come from, healing your body, especially if you were in a deprivation and strict and restrictive diet and mindset before weight gain is necessary. Um, but, and then there does come a point where you want to change that and you want to lose weight, not for the outside appearance, but for the inside you feeling. It's no longer an appearance thing. It's just, I know I feel good when I'm taking care of my body, when I'm feeding it well, when I'm feeling it well, when I'm resting it, when I'm doing things that I enjoy, when I'm actually working out and moving in the way that I want to move. All that stuff comes into play. But when you're in the weight game process, it's easy to kind of go back to those leaner days or those starvation days and be like, you know what? I felt really good and empty and hungry in that body, but I replaced those feelings of hunger and deprivation with this is good. I changed those feelings from a warning sign, like I need to eat, my body is hungry, I need to feel it, it wants something, to no, this is a good thing. This means that we're losing weight. This means that we're becoming worthy. This means that we are becoming attractive. This means that we can finally be noticed. But then also it's scary when people do start to notice. So it's kind of this back and forth cycle because you want to be noticed. You want to be seen. You want to be wanted and loved, but at the same time, you're also scared of that too, because that means bringing people in. And when you bring other people in, that brings other individual souls that you don't have control over because you have control over yourself and how you do and how you feel and how, what you say and think, but you don't have control over somebody else. And that's, and you don't want to control somebody else. You want them to fully be themselves and speak their mind and feel comforted because you know what it's like to not, but Also with those people, there's that chance that, well, they could hurt me. I could let them in and I could 
bring them past this wall and they can let me down again, again and again and again, like my whole life has been. Where I'm there when he's bored and once he's found something else to distract his mind with, then I'm gone again. But that's not how it has to be. And those feelings of hunger and deprivation are not good. And you know that. You know it's not good to starve your body. You know it's not good to feel hungry and deprive yourself of food. Recently, I've been going through some financial struggles. I'm, past, I'm getting out of it now and past it and in a much better headspace. But there were a few weeks where I literally had no money for food. And all I had was the leftover bulk that I had bought. So it was just beans and rice, some salt and pepper, ketchup if I was lucky, um, some oatmeal, peanut butter if I was really lucky. But a lot of the time, or if I could scratch up, scrounge up like 50 cents, I would go to the vending machine and get a pop just to because I knew that my body was in starvation and the taste of sugar would distract it enough because our bodies crave, if our bodies feel like they're in deprivation and they're starving, they want to put on weight so that they can feel safe because they feel like they're going into a winter or into a, um, I just got off work, I can't think of words, um, into a famine. So they want to make sure that they can survive because your body's main goal is to keep you alive, is to survive. And if it feels like it's starving, that's why we automatically are attracted to things that are fatty and sugary because fat and sugar can easily be turned into stored fat and saved for later. And our bodies can eat off of that rather than fully itself. So it has something to survive off of. So I knew that that would, so I knew that a can of pop, full sugar pop would kind of help it out a little bit, but as much as it was a mental struggle and a physical struggle, um, just getting through it and trying not to do as much as possible so I wasn't burning a lot of calories and withering away even more, but also those feelings of when I was starving, when I was dieting really strict in a way that wasn't good for my lifestyle and my workout routine and everything like that, it brought me back to that. When going to bed hungry and empty felt really good because then I was like, I'm making progress. I would shoot for below my calorie count because less is more, right? I would be so hungry and drinking tea and drinking water to fill it up, to fill my stomach up so I didn't feel like the sick, bloated, <laughs> starving girl I was. And what's really scary is a lot of the things that I was using are what people with eating disorders use. And it's a very common practice, people that are like pro-eating disorders. And 
like it's it's very scary <laughs> at times. Like yes, some of them are can be healthy hacks or whatnot, but it's very destructive. There's a very very thin line if you are very conscious and worried about your weight and your physique. Those can fall into big things really fast. But I told myself like I don't have an eating disorder if I don't throw up. I I don't have an eating disorder if this is for like my health, if this is for like a bodybuilding competition, I don't have any eating disorder. Like I have full control. Like this is fine. But really, I didn't. I didn't. But I didn't want to go see if I actually did because then that admits to the fact that I do have a problem. But then that also leads me op- leaves me open to well, what if like the tests come back negative? What if it says I don't have an eating disorder? And I've gone through so many test so many possibilities of potential of like what's wrong with me and they'd all come back inconclusive or a negative so I always felt something was wrong with me but I could never have the actual proof that something was so then I got to the point where I just don't even want to know I don't want to know if I'm depressed I don't want to know if I'm anxious I don't know if I, I don't want to know if I have an eating disorder I don't want to know if I'm becoming more and more introverted I don't want to know that I'm falling away and falling into a deep despair and losing hope for the future. It falls really fast, really hard, really deep. I am not a doctor, a nutritionist, a dietitian, a nurse, a psychologist, anything like that. I don't have credentials. There's no letters behind my name. I am just Jesse Wallacher, and I went through shit in order to get past all of that. And I want to help people do it as well. Because it's hard. It's really hard, and it really sucks, and it makes you stare at your flaws and your insecurities and your fears and your potential straight in the face and asks you what are you going to do about it what are you going to choose it puts you back in control of your life like i said like i keep saying with experimenting but this is just it's the first step what are you going to do with this am i going to fall back to when i'm struggling financially and cannot afford food can barely afford anything i'm struggling to just put gas in the car i mean i can't feed myself for christ's sake Am I going to let myself fall back into, oh, but now I'm like losing weight again and my stomach is like flat again without me having to like suck it in because there's nothing there because I'm withering away because my body is trying to stay alive and psychologically I'm falling backer, backer, falling back deeper into that dark place. I'd sit alone trying to numb myself out with more work, with more things to do, with more information, with more knowledge, with more studying in order to avoid the fact that I was hungry and I wanted something different. But different is scary because the different that I wanted wasn't sold, wasn't promoted, didn't have ads, wasn't what all of the hot YouTubers and Instagram models and people that I followed were doing. 
they followed diets, they followed plans, they were strict, they had cheat meals, they had all these different diets that worked for them. So why wasn't it working for me? Maybe I do just need to starve. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe I don't have control with food. Maybe my body just doesn't react to it the correct way. But here's the thing. Working through all of that, I found out my body is very normal. My body is able to digest food very simply. It is able to not crave more than it needs. It is able to tell me exactly what it wants and tell me when it's full. It is able to tell me if I've had a big meal that I don't need to eat for a while. When I thought I had absolutely no control. It tells me when I want to rest and when it wants to move again. When it wants to move and exercise in ways I had forced before, but really it just didn't want to at that point. And I didn't want to at that point. It's scary. It is scary. It's a very scary place to be sitting at and realizing you're falling back or you're stuck or you're stuck and you just don't know what to do. You're too exhausted to keep going, but you're too afraid to try something else. Maybe this is a bit extreme, but like you could end it all, but you care too much about people in your life that you don't want to do it. You don't want to call it quits. You know what your potential is. You still got a lot you want to do, but you're just exhausted. Oh, you're just so tired. And you just want a way out. You want to trust yourself. You want to do it your own way, but also you just want some support. You just want somebody to reassure you that it's not just you. This isn't just a you thing. This isn't your mistake. This isn't your inabilities, your lacks. Your lack of motivation, your lack of drive, your lack of actually wanting it. Like you want it just as much, if not more, than the next person that's saying you're not doing it hard enough. Or the next person that you're trying to compete with. But you've been forcing other people's rules and beliefs and recommendations on a life and body that wasn't meant for it. That's the only difference. It's not you. It's not you. It's not you. It's not you in the sense that there's a problem and it's you. It's not you in the sense that it's not you. This isn't your way. This isn't what works best for you. This isn't the life you wanted. Because I know you keep thinking, well, once I get to X, once I get to this point, this weight, this competition, this goal, whatever it is, then I can start to be healthy. Then I can figure this out. Then I'll have the space and the freedom and the love and the validation and the go-ahead to do it. But I need to earn it first. And how's that going for you? It doesn't have to be that way. And it shouldn't be that way. The 
there's so much more to you than you're letting yourself believe, than you're letting yourself accept and live off of. There's so much more. And I just want you to see that. And if and when you are ready for this change, I would love to help you out. Right now, if you're listening in real time, I have private spots open. A little bit in the future, I'll have my signature beginning program open where we will completely change and rewire and get you in the right place where you want to be by putting you in charge. Basic step-by-step -step formula, but it's totally based on you. It's totally individualized. But it's all your choice. You get exactly what you put into it, out. You get out of it exactly what you put into it. If you want the change, you will be able to have it. And I have absolutely no doubt that you can do it. I have absolutely no doubt that you can achieve everything that you want so badly in this life. But you also have to believe you can do it. Hang in there, kiddo. I promise it gets a whole lot better. Have a fantastic day, and I'll talk to you again very, very soon. Love you. Bye.